Good morning. It is December 8th, 2022. It's a Thursday. And um, it's been a while since I was here last year on Anchor. And that's because I've been trying another podcast uh, to get my show distributed uh, in areas where Anchor doesn't go for whatever reason or another. Um, it, it, uh, so this is a reoccurring thing that I'm noticing. There's some uh, apps and, and chat sites that doesn't even take YouTube, despite the fact that YouTube has been designed to be everywhere. Um, so it was no surprise when Anchor couldn't reach a lot of other people and where this new podcast on Podbean um, is not reaching where Anchor can. So I'm, I'm, my shows are going to be a little bit delayed. It's, it's only because I'm going, jumping back and forth on each of these uh, sites in order to get uh, the word out on this end, on my end. My end being a rideshare driver who's listening to the people, who's hearing the word, what's the word, and then transferring it to everybody out there. You know, I'm just the guy that's spreading the word. I'm not necessarily creating anything. But you don't really want me to be a... Uh, um, you don't really want somebody like me to be somebody to create new ways of thinking. You want to think for yourselves. You just want somebody that's going to give you the information and not tell you how to think. And that's where I come in. A uh, show of common sense on common ground. Why? Because that's what I'm good for. Now, today's subject, found it off of NBCnews.com. Uh, two reporters, Scott Wong and Frank Thorpe IV, uh, they published this on the 6th of this month, uh, so it's just a couple of days ago. Here we go. It's about uh, the immigration issue again, and, and I, I told everybody on Podbean, my show is Common Sense on Common Ground. Uh, especially seeing as how these issues are going to be coming back up again. And sure enough, as sure as I did the introduction uh, on that website, on that podcast, this bill comes up right here, or this article concerning this bill. Uh, the article goes, Bipartisan duo makes last-minute push for immigration deal. Now remember, it's not really attractive to me unless it... it, uh, it it supports what I believe. Uh, well, not so much what I believe, but my reasoning into looking into these issues. Remember, it's all about the money. Belief is the tool. Okay? It's all about the money. Belief is the tool. And what I love about this article is how it, me it immediately went to the money first. Check this out. It starts, Before the end of the year, Senators... Kristen Sinema of Arizona and Tom Tillis of North Carolina have been sharing with colleagues what they are calling a draft framework that includes $25 billion to beef up border security in exchange to citizenship for roughly 2 million dreamers, young undocumented immigrants, who were brought here to the U.S. by their parents. And there it is right there, right up front. $25 million, excuse me, billion, <laughs> million, shut up, Chris, 
Um, yeah, a draft framework, which means it's not even an official bill yet. Um, and they, it's already pointing out, well, it, that it's already going to cost $25 billion. Okay, back to the article. The framework, which sources said is an influx, also calls for extending Title 42 dun, 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 for at least a year until the creation of regional processing centers along the border, which would be staffed with increased resources and personnel to accommodate arriving asylum seekers. Okay, that has got me suspicious already. You know, because one, Title 42 is not necessary. There's already uh, regional processing centers, okay, that have already quarantined anybody with COVID, okay? And that's what Title 42 is, the uh, rooting out people of COVID-19. And uh, that I really don't see. I don't, I don't really see the reason for supporting this bipartisan, uh, so-called bipartisan uh, immigration deal. $25 billion to what? For something that's already being done? That doesn't make any sense to me. But again, it's all about the money. Belief is the tool. $25 billion to make you believe that you're safer now. When in actuality, you've always been safe. They were already... The only time anybody would, that was, that was uh, COVID-infected or a criminal that has gotten in, across the border and into our states are the ones that were not asylum seekers. Anybody else that was asylum seekers that did were arrested immediately if they were traffickers. And if they were uh, uh, trafficked, they were already recovered and uh, reorganized. They were sent to being into those holding facilities to be recovered and reorganized. And along with the reorganization, they were quarantined if they had COVID. So again, this talk is cheap. This talk is cheap. And all of, the, all of this costs money and at the taxpayer's expense, in particularly $25 billion of our taxes. Okay? Plus, the abuses might return. What abuses? Well, how about the time, how about the fact that if you all remember last year, when I was talking about the uh, immigration and its BS, from October 2014, during the time of Obama, to uh, July 2018, uh, excuse me, of the time of uh, uh, um, Bush, I'm sorry. Wait, Bush? No, Obama. All the way up to 2018, where uh, Trump was already in charge. Over 4,500 plus complaints of sexual assault and abuse of immigrants uh, and their children were happening in those government-funded detention facilities, Okay. Okay, 178 of them were claimed to have done by adult staff members, which technically that's not true. The rest of them, uh, uh, 1,300 of them were blaming uh, children themselves. Okay, they were saying it was minors assaulting minors. You know, and it was, uh, it was 1,300, only 1,300 out of the 4,500 plus. Okay. And, of course, we can all tell that that's just total BS. A bunch of starving migrants, but they got time to to violate each other. Is that right? Uh, I don't think so, man. And that's not including the deaths. 
21 people have died under Trump's custody alone. Seven of them were kids. And that's a step up from the 26%. That's uh, during the Trump administration, 3.6% out of 100,000, which means three adults and 0.6 of an adult, I guess, which is, I guess they can say as a minor, um, out of every 100,000 uh, were killed. Uh, were, were killed, yeah. By who? Nobody knows. But it was all done under U.S. custody. So it's pretty safe to assume that it was done by the abuses of the very same people that were tres sexually trespassing the migrants. And that was a step up from the 2.3% uh, out of every 100,000 people. Uh, so uh, two adults and I guess a th third of an adult would be a, uh, a child, like a toddler. Um, you know, there, it was a huge rise. It was a 26% rise from the 2.3% out of every 100,000 people. Uh, 26% more would be 2.6% out of every 100,000 people during, by the time Trump came into the thing. 3.6 from 2.3 to 3.6. I mean, that's, it's just ob obvious that it's a problem, you know? It's a huge problem when when uh, people who are in charge are not being um, supervised and attentive and all this good stuff. Now, flash forward to 2022, and we got ourselves this deal that these uh, that these two politicians, Cinema and T Tillis, are trying to uh, work on, and all that they're doing is is uh, is wanting revisions. Of the same restrictions like Title 42 and regional processing centers where a lot of these abuses were taken care of. I mean, not taken care of, but were actually uh, uh, happening, uh, the uh, taken advantage of by the, uh, by the same faculty members that were supposed to be taking care of them. Okay, and they wanted to have, they wanted to come back uh, off of $25 billion of our taxes. Okay, back to this uh, current um, ar article. And the framework would expedite the asylum process by making investments in asylum officers, litigation teams, and immigration judges and courts, which again, um, it just raises warning signs. Especially that last part of the sentence, judges and immigration judges and courts. By making investments into in immigrations and immigration judges and courts. That's a warning sign, people. Because I don't remember the date to this one, and I do apologize for that. But it was also during the, uh, the Obama and Trump administrations, I can tell you that much. Where children who were being sent over across the border... Uh, for asylum seeking, they were taken to court. They still didn't. They weren't taught any kind of Spanish. They weren't taught any kind of legal rights uh, in Spanish. They they didn't know English. They weren't taught any English. And they were sent to these judges in courts where English was the only language that was spoken. And the judge would ask them if they have anything to declare. The kids had no idea what they were saying, so they'd just say no, sir. Uh, and, and that was all that the judge needed was to send them back to holding facilities where they wound up facing those 
abuses. And the abuses, again, with everything from sexual trespasses to being slammed and pushed and roughed up by the same administrators that were supposed to be taking care of them. You see the problem here. So when you get these two, uh, flash forward back to 2022, you get these two uh, uh, politicians who are saying $26 billion for um, investments investments in in judges and uh asylum officers and litigation teams those very same litigation teams that were doing these abuses those very same asylum officers that were abusing those kids and and other adults don't get me wrong you know uh but to top it all off and immigration judges and courts dude i'm sorry but these are all horrible warning signs these are horrible warning signs that this is a bad idea. Back to the article. It includes additional investments in removal operations for immigrants who've absconded or received final removal orders. Okay, that's just false justice BS again. Okay, this is going to say that through this deal, this draft framework of the migrant uh, immigration deal, this just says that whatever uh, a sorry politician like the previous one wants to throw everybody back out and boot them uh, across, back across the border, send them back to uh, uh, the south of the border, anytime they feel like it, they have total permission to do so. That's what that segment says out of this deal. Back to the article. Under the proposal, the boost in border security would increase staffing and other resources for border patrol and border protection. Okay, that's still... I mean, it's believable, but again, it's still at the cost of taxpaying dollars. It's at the cost of the taxpayer's expense. And the only reason why I see that really being thrown there, especially by Cinema and Tillis, these two politicians that wrote this draft, this great idea that they have, is because they're a part of that scheme that people like my worthless Texas governor has been doing, where he's been um, filing lawsuits in the name of border protection and taking money out of that trillion dollar infrastructure program in the name of border security and putting up a wall and all this stuff or in the name of building a, a border wall which again a border wall that isn't finished it's nowhere near uh, completion small parts of it that have been built have, have uh, not been sustained and the parts where they've been added 10 feet taller and collapsed within the very same year that they threw that 10-foot addition. Okay, that hasn't been picked up. It's still lying on the ground, collecting dust. Okay, so for this border security crap, um, you know, I, I, I believe it. But at the same time, you know, anything that's being done uh, on the wall or all the way to border protection, what, what people claim is border protection, 
is is uh, is money that has not actually been used for border protection. And for those of you that that um, are joining me from Podbean, uh, because you're getting better reception here or whatever, um, I've I've spoken on this show about um, counties along the Texas borders that have been wanting our governor to declare emergency because of the uh, immigrant immigration that's coming on to declare it a crisis and declare an emergency and and therefore they can legally get these checks that help support them in one county Kenny County excuse me Kennedy County uh, they bragged about having seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars given to them by the governor my Texas state governor and and all they did was just pick up the dead migrants that made it across the border but were starving to death dehydrated to death if not flooded to death during the time that rain showers were coming were passing through okay when floods came and they were flooded to death okay uh, all of this stuff took place and uh, that's all that Kennedy County was doing they were picking up dead bodies they were getting paid $750,000 for the year to pick up any dead migrants should there be dead migrants found in, in their county okay plus no autopsies were done they said that would cost higher that would cost more so we're also left to take their word for it that they were already found dead. Okay? Not murdered, not anything. It, it doesn't matter. No autopsy was being done. We just had to take their word for it that they were found by way of dehydration. Okay? And I'll try to get that YouTube, um, because this was posted on a YouTube news I'll try to get that YouTube title and I'll, and I'll recite it to you uh, the next time this comes up. And uh, scroll down into the comment section. You'll hear, you'll read somebody saying, this is exactly what we're doing over in Kinney County. For those of you who don't know, Kinney County is to the east of, uh, excuse me, to the west of Kennedy County. And it's a border, uh, a border county uh, area uh, as well. And they've got a, a section of their uh, um, of their cemetery where they're dumping the bodies that they find in there. They're just they're just dumping in, in graves there, and uh, and that's it. And they are also getting checks. How much? I don't know. They didn't disclose it, but I'm willing to bet that it's about seven hundred thousand, no differently than Kennedy County. It could be more. Uh, but we'll find out in, in time. Okay, so f back to 2022, bipartisanship duo uh, makes last-minute push for immigration deal. You scroll down to one of the paragraphs where it talks about um, including higher salaries, investments for uh, increased staffing and resources and border patrol and border protection, which again... Picking up bodies that are already dead is not really protecting us from this so-called 
uh, crisis, which is viewed as this big ass threat. As I've stated many times before, people are going as far as calling it an invasion. It's not an invasion. An invasion entails an army or at least a coup to invade another country. Okay, by way of combative assaults. That's not what's happening here. We got a bunch of starving people desperate for some kind of shelter and asylum. They're not destroying crops. They're not slaughtering cattle. They're not burning barns. They're not burning uh, uh, ranches. The hell, they're not killing farmers. There's not even a dead dog anywhere in these complaints, in this so-called threat. So, again, 20, $25 billion for border protection. I don't see it. I'm sorry. This is raising warning flags in my mind. This is a warning sign in my eyes. This is a caution. Back to the article. Passing any immigration bill in the post-election lame duck session would be a heavy lift for Congress, given that it has a lengthy laundry list to tackle in, coming, in the coming weeks. The uh, lawmakers haven't made significant progress on the politically tricky issues in decades. Okay? Um... It still leaves me suspicious. It still leaves me to wait until it's official. I really, really want more caution towards this as opposed to more caution to the wind. I, I really don't want to see any caution to the wind on this. Especially given the fact that it's both cinema and Tillis. Okay. Two politicians that are known for causing problems by way of legislation, passing bills, and all this good stuff. All right, they've caused more problems than anything. And now here they are coming up like they're heroes. Why? Well, because in the eyes of the public, Cinema and Tillis, back to the article, both moderates have had a track record of legislative wins. So this article says. Back to the article. They teamed up this summer to help pass a major gun reform bill after the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and were part of a bipartisan group that struck a deal on a religious freedom amendment that cleared the way for the Senate to pass legislation protecting same-sex marriages. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to come through with this immigration deal. Again, I see warning signs, and that's just me, a rideshare driver with a GED as the only certifiable education but even I can see problems in this, okay? And that major gun reform bill after the mass shooting in uh, Uvalde, Texas, more than likely, I haven't read it yet, but more than likely, there's some kind of fine print in that major gun reform bill that says, you know, removal of combatant armaments if the state believes that it's necessary kind of talk. You know, it's kind of like Animal Farm. You know, no sleeping in human beds, in beds of humans. And then later on, as they review, went to review the rules, no sleeping in beds of humans in white sheets. You know, it was rewritten. You know, there was a catch later on. And that's what I'm looking at right here. 
and I know it sounds kind of fun. It sounds kind of corny bringing up Animal Farm, but let's just be honest. Politicians play this kind of game. Um, they struck a deal on a religious freedom amendment that cleared the way to pass legislation protecting same-sex marriage. Again, it's more than likely you could still discriminate if you feel the need to uh, line somewhere in that bill, you know. And and I haven't even read it yet, but I'm almost I'm almost willing to bet real money, you know. I'm in fact I'm willing to bet both uh, Cinema and Tillis's jobs, meaning I have to bear the burden of doing their stuff for them. But nevertheless, I'm willing to to bet their damn jobs that there's some kind of fine print in those uh in both of those bills the bill and the legislation uh uh you know that they that they're that everybody is looking at them as like wow they made some legislative wins i'm willing to bet real money that there's some kind of clause in there that just throws these bills right out the damn window Sorry for the slurping, I've still got coffee. Back to the article. It's being observed that if they could strike a deal, pro-immigration reform members and hoping are hoping to attach their proposal to a bill to keep the government funded uh, that must pass later this month. Yeah, but will it actually pass? Um, it, it's, it's a great idea. But I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm almost positive there's going to be complications that's not going to let it pass just in time. And if it doesn't pass in time, just in time, it's it's gonna there's going to be a lot of finger pointing, and bl and the blame game is going to start all over again. Back to the article, to the last paragraph. Senate Majority Whip Dick. Durbin, a Democrat out of Illinois, as an author of the DREAM Act, this is what he's saying, as an author of the DREAM Act, I applaud every good faith effort to give these deserving individuals a path to citizenship. I've been in touch with my colleagues and will carefully review their proposal. He finishes off with saying, I'm determined to do everything to help deliver a Christmas miracle for dreamers now that sounds awesome that sounds awesome at every speck of the level that we got somebody that says he was an author of the dream act you know so we got somebody with actual insight as to know what to look for he applauds every good faith ever effort to give these deserving individuals a path to citizenship so he hasn't lost focus and it wasn't just for uh, sort of political ratings. He says, I've been in touch with my co colleagues and will carefully review the proposal. Those words right there, will carefully review their proposal, is giving me a little bit of ray of hope. Here's where it's catchy, though. I'm determined to do everything to help deliver a Christmas miracle for dreamers. Okay, that means there's going to be an expiration date. It has to be done before Christmas break. You know, um, 
And that's just a couple of weeks from now. So what's the pro what's the concern? The concern is there's a possibility that the deal is going to be shot down again. This is how it's going to go. See if this sounds familiar. Dems would make a bill to pass. Repugs would deny uh, and reject and or reject the bill, claiming more can be done. Democrats will try to make more. Republicans will reject that deal all over again. This process will, this process will happen this way all the way till the deadline expires. Okay? This, this process is what's going to be happening. And, and it sounds familiar, I know, because this is what was going on throughout the previous administration. And it's more than likely just going to be dragged into this current administration. Shame on you guys. We could have done more. You know, what are you doing giving this kind of a rebate or whatever when you can give a higher rebate? What are you doing doing um, making this bill for so many people when it could be... Uh, it could be given to more than just that one type of person. It could be given to all types of people. And so when they say this kind of crap, this opposition, those who wrote this stuff and tried to get it to pass will have the bill come back and they'll rewrite everything for more people and for those ratings and for these kind of people and with these kind of ratings and all this good stuff. And for everybody, you know, bring it right back to the Senate or, excuse me, Congress, and Congress will just reject it all over again. How can you look at this when something like that is happening, which is more important? Sound familiar? If you've been paying attention to the news for the past decade, <laughs> um, you'll know that it's, it's um, it, this is the way that, that it's been going along. Um, uh, uh, if not by filibuster, then just by simply denying, rejecting, and delaying until the expiration deadline has passed. Okay. This bill, you know, I, I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing. They're trying to get it to pass to look good, to make it look like they're the ones that are, that are getting shit done while... You know, Congress all the way up to this current administration is not getting anything done. But there's still some catches to be caught out of the, out of these particularly two individuals that have been doing nothing but causing problems um, since they got into office and not have done anything to make anything easier. And that's the thing, the reason why I'm bringing this up again, this whole immigration uh, push for the immigration deal. Uh, it, it's just a dumb way to go. Uh, and it really needs to be reviewed. The catches need to be caught. You know, the angles need to be revealed. Those two need to be put up against their backs up against the wall for a change. And they need to be pointed out just how full of crap these two are and the pressure needs to be put on them to agree to uh, the actual civil rights backing the actual policy supporting uh, 
things to amend. Okay? These, uh, because this whole bizwax, well, let's give those people money and let's, uh, let's have something that created despite the fact that it's already there. Uh, that is just a bunch of BS. We don't need anything new. We don't need anything new, as I've been saying throughout the, the for the past two years since I started this podcast. America doesn't need anything new. What it needs is to have it restored and uh, and rebuilt or recovered or reformed or whatever. But it doesn't need to be new. We already have systems developed to handle the microbiome. We can actually get this done. We've already got facilities. We've already got volunteers. We've got uh, agencies, government agencies, and state agencies. And they're already in place. They're already in place. How do you think those those migrants were being bussed? They weren't being put in jail. They were being put into a holding facility. The same holding facilities that our current administration had built. Those, those migrants that were bussed weren't just apprehended at the border put put in cuffs and then sent over if they did that means they were that means that my texas governor is responsible for the next wave of uh covid or or uh criminal antics of of these traffickers you know because he just sent them up there no the governor didn't just send them up there he didn't just round them up and send them up there he actually had them in facilities for a good while the same facilities that were built by our current administration. America could have handled this problem a long time ago. We could have had hundreds of thousands of uh, migrants that were kicked out of their countries, already vetted by now, being uh, having uh, encouraging them to join the army, so that way when they go back to their country, they can do a little ass-kicking themselves. They can kick out the, the douchebags that kicked them out that are responsible for so many of them being abducted and trafficked on their way up here to America. They can go back down to their country and kick the shit out of the leaders that kicked them out. The very same ones that kicked them out, ergo, are responsible for all the ones that starved, dehydrated, flooded, if and if not got killed by way of some attack, and then had to face uh, uh, holding facilities here in the States, once they finally got across the border, they could go back to kicking the shit out of those leaders in their own home country that put them through all of this. People, this we can handle these migrants. We can handle these migrants and we can give them the processing needs that they need to get uh, back into being a citizen if not a citizen, just to go in and go back to their country to kick the crap out of the people that were oppressing them. I know you know what I'm talking about. You've seen this kind of crap happen all the time. People that came from Haiti, they go back there to rebuild their lives, save their families. People that came over here from uh, Africa uh, during the time that the uh, blood diamond business was uh, ginormously high and everybody was being victimized and all this other stuff. People that had to leave their country. They've gone back. They've gone back for de democracy. 
They've gone back to diplomas. They've gone back to kick the asses out of the assholes that had them running for their lives in the first place. Russians, Ukrainians, Afghanistanians, Bosnians, Croatians, they don't just stay here. They go back to their countries to fight for their country. When in the past they couldn't. So what in the world are we doing this kind of garbage to the migrants now? That doesn't make any sense, people. It's the same thing with the Chinese. There's a lot of people that can't there's a lot of Chinese people that can't stand the CCP. They want everything to stop that's bad to stop there because it's all then they, they know who it is that's responsible. The Chinese Communist Party. It's not the Chinese themselves. As I've explained through the uh, Stop Hating the Asians segment. After you get off of this uh, show, scroll back down. Stop Hating Asians is the title of that episode. I tell you full well about the Chinese people from the professors that discovered it who had secretly videotaped themselves as their flesh was rotting after the virus uh, COVID-19 uh, attacked the liver, disabled the liver. You know, they secretly filmed themselves and released that that uh, video. You can look it up yourselves. It still hasn't been banned. It, why? Because it's the truth. It's the fact. Chinese professors were forced to to die in quarantine by their own government, the Chinese Communist Party. And then to top it all off, the fishing and uh, shipping industry, the shipping of frozen foods in particular, they noticed contaminated food where where COVID was, uh, was the main thing. After a while, when it was investigated by other countries, I think in Australia, you know, that that COVID was being distributed through frozen foods. You know, but the Chinese that first revealed that were ordered to be silenced by the CCP. Some of them who still spoke out disappeared off the face of the earth, which it doesn't really take a genius to figure out that they were murdered. Same thing here in the U.S. A total of four uh, scientists, one of them a professor, found dead in his house in a staged broken and entry uh, setup. You know, nobody knows who killed them and all this other stuff. Nothing was taken. There was no valuables that are missing out of his house. They were all there. It was just set up to look like a break-in and entry. But they forgot to steal stuff. They made sure to kill that professor who was ratting out, not ratting out, but just, just revealing that that COVID was coming from Wuhan laboratories. And he wound up getting killed in his house. One uh, professor went back home because he was ordered to be extra, extradited uh, back to China with all of his uh, evidence and proof. He went back there. Nobody's heard a goddamn thing about him. And the other two went into witness protection. They said, screw that. They screw going back to China with or, or screw going back to China to answer to the CCP. 
You know, instead they went into hiding. Where I don't really know. Uh, that would be a crappy witness protection program if we if I could actually uh, do research and find out. Um, you know, that would be very weak on our part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, they went into witness protection. It's not the Chinese. Those were all Chinese people. Chinese scientists, Chinese professors, Chinese shipping, Chinese uh, 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 trade, and the Chinese professors that had secretly videotaped themselves and revealed the effects of COVID-19, uh, smuggling the uh, the video out onto the internet before it could be uh, uh, disbanded over in China. Okay, those were all Chinese. Why? Because they were doing what we would do if we see danger. They're reporting it like good Samaritans. So what in the world are we doing hating the Asians uh, right now? When they see something wrong, they're reporting it. They're do they're, they did what they thought was a good deed. And they were forced into silence. They were arrested. They were, uh, uh, you know, disappeared off of the face of the earth. And as we see through the videotapes... Of those professors revealing how how horrible it was to die by COVID. You know, it's very safe to assume that those that disappeared off the face of the earth were killed. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. So when you back to this subject with the immigration and this immigration deal, where you got two politicians who don't look at the hazards of this or the possible hazards of that you know when you're not looking at the fact that you can bring in these migrants recover rescue and re-educate them that they can go back to they could go back to their own countries doing good for them or they could stay here and be good samaritans you know they're gonna be good samaritans you know, they also are going to report dangers. They also are going to uh, be in defiance of the cruel treatments that's going on currently with the migrants that uh, with the people out of their home country that are booting out uh, civilians, their own people, killing them, leaving them to be killed by uh, gangs, uh, gerrymandering, uh, corporate greed that raises the prices, food, all the way up to the costs of living, food, gas, cost of living leaving everybody to the poor and then to be subjected uh, by the uh, by the corrupt and that's if they still stay there you know a lot of them are getting kicked out of uh, their country all of that will still be in their minds all of that will still be in their memory and then to top it all off they're getting complications here in the US a country that can handle this situation without a problem. We've got facilities. We've got volunteer facilities. We've got state-appointed facilities. We've got federally-appointed facilities. We've got government agencies. We can, we can handle this crap. This immigration crisis and we're being overwhelmed. All of that crap, as posted through my previous posts, are just obvious scams to take money, and in this case here in Texas, a governor that has already sued enough times to have gained four billion plus to share the wealth with quote unquote 
his people, because the citizens aren't getting any of that, $700,000 to a county, and not one citizen saw a check out of that. The governor did, the, the mayor did, excuse me, the mayor did, the judge did, the attorney did, all the political officials got to spread, got that uh, check to share in the name of border security, in the name of picking up dead bodies. That's it. But every citizen in that county, in Kennedy County, they didn't get a damn thing. Same thing with Kenny County. Kinney County didn't get anything. Their officials did. Their officials did, but the citizens didn't get a damn thing. The officials got a check in the name of border security, and they led the citizens to believe it was for their own good. It was for their safety. It was for border protection. With migrants that one, we can take care of, two, we can re-educate, three, we can uh, uh, see them go back to their countries to fight for civil rights, and four, we know there's, even if they stay, they're going to be good citizens, no differently than the Chinese, for example, that exposed the CCP's uh, um, Wuhan virus, the COVID-19. They exposed uh, the CCP's virus because they thought they were being good Samaritans. It wasn't until they wound up dead or forced into silence, uh, if not having to go on the run, that we started to connect the dots and realize that this came from a laboratory out of Wuhan. Reverted back to this segment, we've got migrants that will that will, um, that will be good citizens here. There's a lot of people that are saying that there's a lot of bad hombres that actually cross the vein. Well, no, there's bad hombres that we haven't caught that come across this uh, thing. When you go through the asylum processing, uh, asylum processing background checks and stuff are being performed. Traffickers are being rooted out and arrested. And the rest of the people are being recovered and uh, uh, and rescued. And they're not migrants. Those that have been here since uh, 2018, 2016, okay, as far back as 2014, when Obama was uh, uh, putting them in facilities. I think it was uh, El Salvadorians, 100,000 El Salvadorians uh, that had cr crossed over and were riding, uh, if memory serves, they were like train hopping all the way into the U.S. You know, they're citizens now. How many MS-13 uh, uh, problems have we had? If the ones from El Salvador. I mean, think about it. A bunch of bad hombres, hundreds of thousands of migrants from uh, El Salvador. How many people do we see banding together to cause havoc in our cities and our states uh, that are from El Salvador? 
I could count on one hand where maybe a, a, a dispute or a fight took place that led to a gunshot. But that's about it. There's no invasion. What about the ones from uh, Venezuela? Hardly any. I don't know a single person or a single incident where a Venezuelan gang or a Venezuelan mafia caused some kind of shit. What about those Guatemalans? The Guatemalans that came over here. Mayan descendants who could barely speak Spanish, let alone English, because they were Mesoamerican uh, indigenous, still speaking the indigenous language. It's a modern day version, but nevertheless. I haven't heard a single tribal attack at any Costco, 7-Eleven, Denny's, Perkins, whatever, whatever side of the U.S. you're on, IHOP. I have not heard a single attack on anybody in the name of Guatemalan tribal, tribalism. Not one. So what are these people talking about? Bad hombres. What are they talking about? They're not making any sense. This immigration deal has got some loopholes that I haven't found yet. And again, I'm not a journalist. I'm a rideshare driver. I don't know how to look for these kinds of things. You know? But there's, there's warning signs that I can still see. And I know when you go through that article... Uh, it again, NSNBC, uh, excuse me, uh, NBCnews.com. Bipartisan do the article is entitled "Bipartisan Duo Makes Last Minute Push for Immigration Deal." Bipartisan Duo makes last minute push for immigrant immigration deal. Okay, you can see the article yourself. Um, you can see the warning signs in clear print. I had to bring this up again because, like I said to all of those on, uh, on the other um, podcast, Podbean podcast, um, I said I, I told them that I'm going to be bringing this up because you know the subject is going to come up again. And the question will be, you know, what to look out for, what's to expect, uh, and all this good stuff. Because you know it's going to come back, and you know it's going to be some kind of BS hustle. And in, and in, in, on my show, where I usually don't bring up a subject unless I can see see it through my point of view. In my point of view, it's all about the money. Belief is the tool. Okay, and in this article, it couldn't be any more clear if they, unless they said, you know, they bluntly said out in the open, we're here to get $25 billion and uh, make you believe that you're going to be safer. You know, it, they might as well have said that. Okay, instead of all of this babbling bullcrap 
you know, draft framework and all this other crap, you know, immigration deal. No, no, no. It's we're going to see if we can we can get twenty five billion dollars out of your taxpaying dollars uh, uh, to spread the cheer around amongst us at the top and and tell you it's for your own good and, and make you believe that you're safer because of it. That's all that I'm seeing when I see that article. And this is the kind of stuff that, that I'm going to keep on bringing up. This is the reason why you come to this show. Okay? This is the reason why you come to this show. Because of this uh, uh, sometimes ugly truth. But nevertheless, you know, this is what's going on. And you're listening to me because I'm just a guy no differently than you. Okay? Uh, I'm just a guy no differently than you. I'm your rideshare driver. And I listen to people and I spread the word and I speak my mind, my opinion, whenever I see something in reference to it's all about the money. Belief is the tool. Um, and I'm doing all of this without telling you, believe what you want. Next move is yours or wh or whatever, you know. But if, if you like my info, by all means, use it. If you got a voice to voice, voice it. If you want to use my info to help voice your voice, do it. Do it. Do not sit in silence. Okay? We all got to start speaking our voices and we uh we all got to do it our own way in my way common sense on common ground this is what's going on they might as well as say is they're doing it for their own stingy needs and they're all making you believe that they're doing it to make you think that you're safer for it common sense common sense says this and on common grounds i know we can all see that <laughs> I know we can all see it. You know it be true. So it's your feelings. So that's the long and the short of it. Um, I do apologize. I don't think there will ever be an, uh, a segment where I'll ever be able to do like five minutes. I'm nowhere near as good at it as Bo of the fifth column. We can only talk. He can do it all like he could say everything that I said in, in, in six minutes, six and a half minutes. You know, he's, he's you know, I'm... I'm nowhere near that good. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like the American Zen master in my eyes. Um, but yeah, then you got uh, the Young Turks that'll bring it out, you know, and, and it's it's a group session. They can do it in 20 minutes as well, speak their minds and all this good stuff. And here I am already getting the um, the warning segment is in 60 minutes. Keep your eye on the clock, it says. So <laughs> I've got the warning. Um, so, um, y'all take care. Y'all take it easy. Keep hearing out everybody. Um, uh, you know, BTC, uh, dollar more daily, um, uh, hell, you know, uh, Stephen Colbert, you know, screw it. You know, whoever it is that's, that's, that's keeping your eyes attentive to these subjects and your mind open and, 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 uh, 
aware of what's going on. Okay? Uh, and that's all I'm suggesting. And uh, I'm saying good luck. Y'all take it easy. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out.